good morning. It's Friday. It's a beautiful Friday morning, despite it being 21 degrees. Sun is shining, not a cloud in the sky, really. Just dropped off my little girl at the bus stop. <clears throat> Got in a little pissing contest with her mom last night because she's still having those problems at school. Doesn't like her teacher. So, apparently there was some email exchange between my wife and the teacher trying to find out what's going on. Bottom line for me is it's fucking three months. We got three months remaining before she's going to be going off to the middle school. So you hate your teacher. You're not happy. I mean, a teacher contacts us and says, yeah, we noticed that Lily's had her hands in her pockets and slumped shoulders and looked like she's about to cry. Well, you know, we've all had these people in our lives that sometimes we just don't want to be around them, right? Sometimes that teacher just doesn't reach us in the best possible way in terms of teaching and personalities and bringing out the best in us, whatever. You know, it's a fucking daunting job. I can say that as a teacher, at least on the <clears throat> collegiate level and having worked with kids and having been a kid and having two of my own and I try to contribute to their the raising of them. But life is, that's life, man. As I've said before, you wake up, you got a beautiful day. The next day, it might be rainy and stormy and shitty. Now, we only know a beautiful day because of the fucking shitty days that we've had prior to. We only know an awesome teacher or friend or whatever because we've had some shitty ones. Not that this teacher is shitty per se, but she's just not a good match for my daughter. But yeah, I'm just wondering for the next, uh, wait for the next shoe to drop. Who is fucking? Who's the next teacher? Who's the next person that my beautiful, talented, caring human resource of a daughter? Who is she going to have a problem with, or have an obstacle with? So that, you know, makes her, prompts her to freaking sulk because she doesn't like the people or the environment or whatever. Listen, there's a lot of times where I feel like, man, I don't want to see that person. What a pain in the ass. As a doctor, as a teacher, as a human being, ah, I don't freaking like that person. I don't get along with them. I don't, I mean, I pretty much get along with everybody, but you know what I'm saying? We're not going to click with everybody. And there's times when I dread it. You drive on. You know, at some point, you start freaking hanging your head about shit. You're only hurting yourself. You're the only miserable one around, and, and now nobody wants to have anything to do with you. So I want to spare my children, the people I love, that sort of scenario, if at all possible. So... My wife's mad at me, I think. She was slamming dishes around last night while I was talking to my daughter in the laundry room. And I essentially said, you're the only thing you can control. You can't control your teacher. You can't control the day of the week it is or the weather patterns or if you feel good or not. All you can do 
is try to grit it, grin and fucking bear it, you can control your response. This is your life, your body, your mind, and you need to become resilient against this sort of thing and not let it ruin your day, because every friggin' day will be ruined if you're not careful. You'll be miserable as shit. (sighs) That's not good for anybody, most of all her. She got the point, but I'm sure I did something wrong in my wife's eyes. She's got a she's a great person. She's got great perspective. She's more of the heart, I guess. She's more of the present one because I'm getting home at eight o'clock at night most most days. So um, I guess she had felt that she handled the problem. And I needn't step in, but, you know, if I can see, if I see an opportunity to help anyone, let alone my, my own children, I'm going to do it. That means I need to talk, we need to intervene, and she seemed okay this morning, so sent her off to the bus stop on a beautiful day. She's got a, so she's got a field trip. Hope she has a great day. She's a great person. And we're off on the weekend. I got a big friggin' day in front of me, and I'm not stopping until like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So, busy, busy Friday, which, you know, it's crazy because Fridays, yeah, they can be busy, but I got almost 20 people in half a day. So, that's a little strange, and starting to find our rhythm here for the winter, late winter, early spring time frame where. Everybody's starting to show their little faces and call up and need help, and I love to help them. I don't like to feel like I'm running to catch the bus, though. I don't like to feel rushed with health care. But I'm going after it today. Fuck it. You know, it's like I'm telling my daughter, hey, it's me. I can control me. So when friggin' there's 10 cars in the parking lot, and got all kinds of characters coming in and out of the office, I am going to plod on through it, smile and a hug for everybody, do my best to help, that's all I can fucking do, looking forward to helping and then getting the fuck off out of Dodge, closing up the office for the weekend, next week is my birthday week, I don't really have birthday weeks, I, I don't know, I appreciate people celebrating me and being kind and all that, but I don't really need much, but I I think I'm going to get a few gifts for my Southwest journey with my buddy Rosie. I already got my hiking hiking shoes here, some uh, Merrell's. Merrell, um, what the fuck is the model? They're nice. They're a little bit, I don't know, not clunky. I mean, they got very high reviews. Merrill Mojave's now. I think it's actually a town in Utah. They're named at Moab. Merrill Moabs. So they're good. I mean, they're very protective. They got a lot of cushion on the tongue and the side walls and a nice uh, cleat on the bottom for trails and stuff. I think they'll be good. I'm going to bring one other pair of shoes for this uh, expedition. And I think I'm going to bring one of the ones that are beat up. 
that I have already that are beat up. I got a set of Under Armour shoes. They're ugly as sin, but man, these things are friggin' awesome. I'm like a trail runner, and I've had them for years now. Move, you fucking idiot. Look at your goddamn phone. Bitch. I'm not kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just not mad at her. But, come on. Get your ass moving. Um, so, I got those hiking shoes. I got a connection on Saturday. We're going to have a little birthday dinner for me. And I'm going to look at my friend Mitch. Uh, he's got a bunch of fucking rucksacks. Different sizes. So, I'm going to get the biggest one I can find. Try that baby on. And start stuffing it with my gear already. So, I can just... Hit the plane, boom! I'm gonna put that shit. I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna have to put it within the plane, I guess. That shit ain't gonna be a carry-on. Cause I am gonna have some gear in it. I'll do some test hikes with that. I got my gear list from Rosie. Uh, includes mostly clothing and. You know, items like that. He's gonna have some stove, and I gotta bring a. That's the biggest thing I need to bring is a sleeping bag. He's gonna bring sleeping mats and all that, so we'll tether all that on. And I'm excited for it. It'll be here in about a month. <clears throat> this is this is pretty funny. I think. You know, I'm always looking for inspiring shit. So on Facebook, there was this post. It was about this dog walking group where this guy started and he gets together with his guy friends. It brings together a bunch of men and they walk their dogs and they talk things out. They walk it out to talk it out with their dogs and everybody loves dogs and they, they can turn a little uh, grown friggin' grizzled man into a, into a child, see a little puppy or different dogs and stuff, right? They're just the kindest creatures. So I thought it was neat. I knew I was going to catch shit from it, from my marine buddies about it. And sure enough, got my buddy Char on there. As it was, it was titled, you know, dog walk, male dog walking group. Men get together with their dogs, recreate, and talk about their feelings. <laughs> well... I think that most normal, reasonable men, the reasonable man would find that like a great thing, you know? And I got a lot of likes and loves and, and stuff like that. People checking out the article, saying it's a great idea. And it's mostly women because they know that their husbands and their boyfriends and shit need something like that. Because guys never talk about their problems or their weaknesses or what's going on in their lives. Somehow, <clears throat> I didn't get that, that um, toxic masculinity gene. I mean, I, Lord knows, I'm a grizzled guy. I'm into freaking wood carving and the outdoors and survival shit and guns and knives and martial arts. And I love that stuff. So testosterone definitely is secreted. And flows within my within my veins, but um, yeah, I never had a problem expressing myself emotionally. In fact, sometimes I'm a little bit too emotional. I got a big heart. Always trying to help out, reach out, assist people. You know, 
I hide that, admittedly, sometimes, and I could use a good friend or somebody to, to lean on, check in with. <clears throat> so, of course, it took a, took a day, but <laughs> some of my marine buds are on there this morning making fun of it and stuff. But I know them. Basically, what we have in the Marine Corps, uh, especially vegetably, especially after you've been out for years, you really yearn for that camaraderie and and, and you know somebody to talk to, somebody that you, you, we just had to talk to one another. You know, we'd be sitting in a fighting hole or patrolling or um, out on Libo, drinking beer, hanging around the barracks, beating each other up. I mean, it's a uh, in a dog pile on the rabbit kind of way, even the toughest of the tough, they really need that more than anybody. And it's been, this has been portrayed in cinema and wherever, forever. What the fuck is that? Um, the toughest of the guys, they need loving most. They need somebody to bounce ideas off of and vent to and all that shit. Uh, women, we make fun of them because they're sensitive and they they do this stuff all the time. They have their girlfriends or their mom that they'll have weekly uh, conversations with. Sometimes I'll pull into the at, into the driveway and my wife will be in the garage talking, you know, on her phone that is being projected into the speakers of her of her car, and she'll just be sitting in there. I'll see her head. And I'll see her jaw jacking. And she's talking to her mom or a co-worker or something about some problem of the day. And it's helpful to do that. You know, it's helpful to vent. So guys need that too. And they pretend they don't. They can never, oh no, no, I don't want to talk to anybody about my feelings. <laughs> of course you do. Of course you do, and you should. It'd be the healthiest thing that you've probably ever done for yourself recently. Um, you know, again, great guys. I love them dearly, but they definitely need to get some things off their chest. <clears throat> they're probably thinking that they're going to show up, and they're going to find some ultra-sensitive guys walking their dogs that want to get gay or something. This is just the male tendency and kind of a cultural thing where when you are so tough and you are so strong uh, and you're so manly and masculine that, you know, oh, I don't need it. I'll sort out my own problems. I need to be able to, to, to sort things out on my own. You know, that's what we do. Whether we're talking about an injury or a problem that we're having or, you know, Back in the day, when before GPS, when you get lost, the last thing you want to do is stop and ask somebody for directions, right? You want to sort things out yourself, and I think that's a great thing to uh, be able to find your way in the world and and attribute your success to your own efforts. That's a great thing, but we all need help. We all need friends. And one thing I've noticed is that when we get a little bit older, I, I don't really have any friends, friends. I don't really have friends. Like, 
friends' friends, and I, hey, let's hang out this weekend, you know? Got some family members I like to hang out with, have a couple beers with. I have my family that I love dearly, and uh, I like to you know, spend time with them. But, you know, we're always going, going, going. So, anyway, I stand by this post. I think it's a good idea for everybody to have somebody to talk to, a group that they can communicate with and try to help. And lo and behold, we already have the freaking dog walking group, you dumbasses. You know, our little Facebook posts that we check in on one another and all that stuff. Hey, you remember back in the day we do this? All of our fondest memories involve us with our arms around one another, drunk, walking through some foreign, you know, city, whether it's Rota, Spain, or Haifa, Israel, or Guantanamo Bay, Cuba, or friggin' the Ukraine, you know, we went on adventures together, we, we, we worked on common goals together, and sometimes, shit, when shit got, you know, tough enough, we'd fucking tell each other about our families, and about where we're from, and how we miss it, and what our plans are after, um, after the Marine Corps, and and that has been something that is missing more than anything. That camaraderie for most of us, that has been missing, altogether absent in the civilian sector. But they're on there making fun of it. You know, the notion that we would need a group, a dog walking group to get together. Fucking A, we need that. Veterans need that more than anybody. Ain't nobody's going to try to fucking in the ass much. You know? And dogs, don't they have a way, they're just such wonderful creatures, don't they have a way just to make everything better, come up and lick you and they'll take their little dump and peep and peeps and poops, deeps and dupes, they'll go off on the lawn and do their thing and go sniff each other's asses. We all need social activity and we're, many of us are starved of it. So, interesting observations this morning. Heading into the office. I'm going to get this bitch fired up. And I'm not going to stop until about 3 in the afternoon. So I'll have a little breakfast this morning. Maybe treat my friend Angie to some as well. Love and respect. Talk to you guys soon. <laughs> hey, let me add this on for a little tagline. I heard this in a podcast yesterday cool little mantra dude said pain is mandatory suffering is optional pain is mandatory suffering is optional ain't that the truth doesn't that kind of encompass everything I was just talking about this morning right sometimes you gotta do things you don't wanna do Sometimes the weather's going to be shit. Sometimes you're going to hate your teacher, co-workers, etc. Sometimes life is painful. In fact, usually it's painful, right? Suffering is optional. Suffering is something that we freaking run away with in our minds and decide that, you know, we just kind of have a little mini mental break and are like, fuck it, I can't handle this, I can't deal, I don't want to do this, I need to... You know, resort to this crutch or or deny 
it all together or you know, take this medication or so pain is mandatory suffering is optional we can decide not to suffer we can decide how to deal with things situations physical and mental how to rise above these things I think that's great one more time pain is mandatory suffering is optional Friday, it's a beautiful Friday morning, despite it being 21 degrees, sun is shining, not a cloud in the sky, really, just dropped off my little girl at the bus stop, <clears throat> got in a little pissing contest with her mom last night, because she's still having those problems at school, doesn't like her teacher, so, apparently there was some email exchange between my wife and the teacher, trying to find out what's going on. Bottom line for me is it's fucking three months. We got three months remaining before she's going to be going off to the middle school. So you hate your teacher. You're not happy. I mean, a teacher contacts us and says, yeah, we noticed that Lily's had her hands in her pockets and slumped shoulders and looked like she's about to cry. Well, you know, we've all had these people in our lives that sometimes we just don't want to be around them, right? Sometimes that teacher just doesn't reach us in the best possible way in terms of teaching and personalities and bringing out the best in us, whatever. You know, it's a fucking daunting job. I can say that as a teacher, at least on the <clears throat> collegiate level, and having worked with kids and having been a kid and having two of my own, and I try to contribute to their the raising of them. But life is, that's life, man. As I've said before, you wake up, you got a beautiful day. The next day, it might be rainy and stormy and shitty. Now, we only know a beautiful day because of the fucking shitty days that we've had prior to. We only know an awesome teacher or friend or whatever because we've had some shitty ones. Not that this teacher is shitty per se, but she's just not a good match for my daughter. But yeah, I'm just wondering for the next, uh, wait for the next shoe to drop. Who is fucking? Who's the next teacher? Who's the next person that my beautiful, talented, caring human resource of a daughter? Who is she going to have a problem with, or have an obstacle with? So that, you know, makes her, prompts her to freaking sulk because she doesn't like the people or the environment or whatever. Listen, there's a lot of times where I feel like, man, I don't want to see that person. What a pain in the ass. As a doctor, as a teacher, as a human being, ah, I don't freaking like that person. I don't get along with them. I don't, I mean, I pretty much get along with everybody, but you know what I'm saying? We're not going to click with everybody. And there's times when I dread it. You drive on. You know, at some point, you start freaking hanging your head about shit. You're only hurting yourself. You're the only miserable one around, and, and now nobody wants to have anything to do with you. So, 
I want to spare my children, the people I love, that sort of scenario, if at all possible. So, my wife's mad at me, I think. She was slamming dishes around last night while I was talking to my daughter in the laundry room. And I essentially said, you're the only thing you can control. You can't control your teacher. You can't control the day of the week it is or the weather patterns or if you feel good or not. All you can do is try to grit it, grin and fucking bear it. You can control your response. This is your life, your body, your mind. And you need to become resilient against this sort of thing and not let it ruin your day. Because every friggin' day will be ruined if you're not careful. You'll be miserable as shit. That's not good for anybody. Most of all, her. She got the point, but... I'm sure I did something wrong. In my wife's eyes. She's got a... She's a great person. She's got great perspective. She's more of the heart, I guess. She's more of the present one, because I'm getting home at 8 o'clock at night most most days. So, um, I guess she had felt that she handled the problem and I needn't step in, but, you know, if I can see, if I see an opportunity to help anyone, let alone my, my own children, I'm going to do it. That means I need to talk, we need to intervene, and she seemed okay this morning, so sent her off to the bus stop on a beautiful day. She's got a so she's got a field trip. Hope she has a great day. She's a great person. And we're off on the weekend. Now I got a big friggin' day in front of me, and I'm not stopping until like three o'clock in the afternoon. So busy, busy Friday, which you know it's crazy because Fridays, yeah, they can be busy, but I got almost twenty people in half a day, so that's a little strange and. starting to find our rhythm here for the winter, late winter, early spring time frame where everybody's starting to show their little faces and call up and need help, and I love to help them. I don't like to feel like I'm running to catch the bus, though. I don't like to feel rushed with health care. But I'm going after it today. Fuck it. You know, it's like I'm telling my daughter, hey, it's me. I can control me, so... When friggin' there's ten cars in the parking lot, <clears throat> and got all kinds of characters coming in and out of the office, I am going to plod on through it, smile and a hug for everybody, do my best to help. That's all I can fucking do. I'm looking forward to helping and then getting the fuck off out of Dodge, closing up the office for the weekend. Next week is my birthday week. I don't really have birthday weeks. I, I don't know. I appreciate people celebrating me and being kind and all that, but I don't really need much. But I, I think I'm going to get a few gifts for my Southwest journey with my buddy Rosie. I already got my hiking, my hiking shoes here, some uh, Merrells. Merrell, um, what the fuck is the model? They're nice. They're a little bit, I don't know. 
not clunky. I mean, they got very high reviews. Merrill Mojave's now. I think it's actually a town in Utah they're named at Moab. Merrill Moab's. So they're good. I mean, they're very protective. They got a lot of cushion on the tongue and the side walls and a nice uh, cleat on the bottom for trails and stuff. I think they'll be good. I'm going to bring one other pair of shoes for this uh, expedition. And I think I'm going to bring one of the ones that are beat up that I have already that are beat up. I got a set of Under Armour shoes. They're ugly as sin, but man, these things are friggin' awesome. I'm like a trail runner. And I've had them for years now. Move, you fucking idiot. Look at your goddamn phone. Bitch. I'm not kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just not mad at her. But, come on. Get your ass moving. Um, so I got those hiking shoes. I got a connection on Saturday. We're going to have a little birthday dinner for me. And I'm going to look at my friend Mitch. Uh, he's got a bunch of fucking rucksacks, different sizes, so I'm going to get the biggest one I can find, try that baby on, and start stuffing it with my gear already, so I can just hit the plane, boom, I'm going to put that shit, I'm going to have to, uh, I'm going to have to put it within the plane, I guess, it shit ain't going to be a carry-on, because I am going to have some gear in it, I'll do some test hikes with that. I got my gear list from Rosie, uh, includes mostly clothing and, you know, items like that. He's going to have some stove and I got to bring a, I guess the biggest thing I need to bring is a sleeping bag. He's going to bring sleeping mats and all that, so we'll tether all that on. And I'm excited for it. It'll be here in about a month. <clears throat> this is, this is pretty funny, I think. You know, I'm always looking for inspiring shit. So on Facebook, there was this post, it was about this dog walking group where this guy started and he gets together with his guy friends. It brings together a bunch of men and they walk their dogs and they talk things out. They walk it out to talk it out with their dogs and everybody loves dogs and they, they can turn a little uh, grown friggin' grizzled man into a, into a child, see a little puppy or different dogs and stuff, right? They're just the kindest creatures. So I thought it was neat. I knew I was going to catch shit from it, from my marine buddies about it. And sure enough, got my buddy Char on there. As it was, it was titled, you know, dog walking, male dog walking group. Men get together with their dogs, recreate, and talk about their feelings. <laughs> Well, I think that most normal, reasonable men, the reasonable man would find that like a great thing, you know? And I got a lot of likes and loves and, and stuff like that. People checking out the article, saying it's a great idea. And it's mostly women because they know that their husbands and their boyfriends and shit need something like that. Because guys never talk about their problems or their weaknesses or what's going on in their lives. Somehow, <clears throat> I didn't get that, that um, toxic masculinity gene. I mean, I, Lord knows, I 
grizzled guy. I'm into fucking wood carving and the outdoors and survival shit and guns and knives and martial arts. And I love that stuff. So testosterone definitely is secreted and flows within my, within my veins. But, um, yeah, I never had a problem expressing myself emotionally. In fact, sometimes I'm a little bit too emotional. I got a big heart. Always trying to help out, reach out, assist people, you know. I hide that, admittedly, sometimes. And I could use a good friend or somebody to, to lean on, check in with. <clears throat> so, of course, it took a, took a day, but <laughs> some of my marine buds are on there this morning making fun of it and stuff. But I know them. Basically, what we have in the Marine Corps, uh, especially after you've been out for years, you really yearn for that camaraderie and, and, and you know, somebody to talk to, somebody that you, you, we just had to talk to one another. You know, we'd be sitting in a fighting hole or patrolling or um, out on Libo, drinking beer, hanging around the barracks, beating each other up. I mean, it's... Uh, in a dog pile on the rabbit kind of way, even the toughest of the tough, they really need that more than anybody. And it's been, this has been portrayed in cinema and wherever, forever. What the fuck is that? Um, the toughest of the guys, they need loving most. They need somebody to bounce ideas off of and vent to and all that shit. Uh, women, we make fun of them because they're sensitive and they they do this stuff all the time. They have their girlfriends or their mom that they'll have weekly uh, conversations with. Sometimes I'll pull into the at, into the driveway and my wife will be in the garage talking, you know, on her phone that is being projected into the speakers of her of her car, and she'll just be sitting in there. I'll see her head. And I'll see her jaw jacking. And she's talking to her mom or a co-worker or something about some problem of the day. And it's helpful to do that. You know, it's helpful to vent. So guys need that too. And they pretend they don't. They can never, oh no, no, I don't want to talk to anybody about my feelings. <laughs> of course you do. Of course you do, and you should. It'd be the healthiest thing that you've probably ever done for yourself recently. Um, you know, again, great guys. I love them dearly, but they definitely need to get some things off their chest. <clears throat> they're probably thinking that they're going to show up, and they're going to find some ultra-sensitive guys walking their dogs that want to get gay or something. This is just the male tendency and kind of a cultural thing where when you are so tough and you are so strong uh, and you're so manly and masculine that, you know, oh, I don't need it. I'll sort out my own problems. I need to be able to, to, to sort things out on my own. You know, that's what we do. Whether we're talking about an injury or a problem that we're having or, you know, Back in the day, when before GPS, 
when you get lost, the last thing you want to do is stop and ask somebody for directions, right? You want to sort things out yourself. And I think that's a great thing to uh, be able to find your way in the world and, and attribute your success to your own efforts. That's a great thing. But we all need help. We all need friends. And one thing I've noticed is that when we get a little bit older, I, I don't really have any friends, friends. I don't really have friends. Like, friends, friends. And I, hey, let's hang out this weekend, you know? Got some family members I like to hang out with, have a couple beers with. I have my family that I love dearly, and uh, I like to you know, spend time with them. But, you know, we're always going, going, going. So, anyway, I stand by this post. I think it's a good idea for everybody to have somebody to talk to, a group that they can communicate with and try to help. And lo and behold, we already have the freaking dog walking group, you dumbasses. You know, our little Facebook posts that we check in on one another and all that stuff. Hey, you remember back in the day we do this? All of our fondest memories involve us with our arms around one another drunk walking through some foreign you know city whether it's Rota Spain or Haifa Israel or Guantanamo Bay Cuba or friggin the Ukraine you know we went on adventures together we, we, we worked on common goals together and sometimes shit when shit got you know tough enough We'd fucking tell each other about our families and about where we're from and how we miss it and what our plans are after um, after the Marine Corps. And, and that has been something that is missing more than anything, that camaraderie for most of us. That has been missing, altogether absent in the civilian sector. But they're on there making fun of it. You know, the notion that we would need a group, a dog-walking group to get together. Fucking A, we need that. Veterans need that more than anybody. Ain't nobody's going to try to fucking in the ass much. You know? And dogs, don't they have a way? They're just such wonderful creatures. Don't they have a way just to make everything better? Come up and lick you and they'll take their little dump and peep and peeps and poops, deeps and dupes. I'll go off on the lawn and do their thing and go sniff each other's asses. We all need social activity. And we're, many of us are starved of it. So, interesting observations this morning. Heading into the office. I'm going to get this bitch fired up. And I'm not going to stop until about 3 in the afternoon. So I'll have a little breakfast this morning. Maybe treat my friend Angie to some as well. Love and respect. Talk to you guys soon. <laughs> hey, let me add this on for a little tagline. I heard this in a podcast yesterday. A cool little mantra. Dude said, Pain is mandatory. Suffering is optional. Pain is mandatory. Suffering is optional. Ain't that the truth? Doesn't that kind of encompass everything I was just talking about this morning, right? 
Sometimes you got to do things you don't want to do. Sometimes the weather's going to be shit. Sometimes you're going to hate your teacher, coworkers, etc. Sometimes life is painful. In fact, usually it's painful, right? Suffering is optional. Suffering is something that we freaking run away with in our minds and decide that, you know, we just kind of have a little mini mental break and are like, fuck it, I can't handle this, I can't deal, I don't want to do this, I need to, you know, resort to this crutch or or deny it all together or, you know, take this medication or... So pain is mandatory. Suffering is optional. We can decide not to suffer. We can decide how to deal with things, situations, physical and mental, how to rise above these things. I think that's great. One more time. Pain is mandatory. Suffering is optional.